To the ether. Today is Sunday, November 27th, 2022. Today on the ether, Coach Bruce Wrangler hosts a space trying to figure out how you feel about the upcoming merge of Lunk into Luna. Let's take a listen. How are you feeling personally about the merge? I think a lot of the people in the, the Lunk community are upset now. I think there is an attitude of, I think it's the the emotion I would pinpoint is probably grief, right? This 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 sense of heaviness, like you know, we wanted to make this an independent chain. We wanted to to forge this independent future and, and build here and create a a new land, a new utopia for ourselves. But now, you know, the the guys with the deepest pockets, the guys willing to bribe and able to bribe, have paid off most of the validators to pass the vote. Um, which is going to be upcoming soon on Agora and the the governance to to merge Lunk into Luna, um, destroying it instantly. Um, if none of you know how this works, the way it's going to work is 50 million Luna are taken from the Luna community pool, which is numbers to 300 million. Um, this is designated the Lunk airdrop for stakers. So. The idea is this, the, the Oracle rewards pool from Lunk is sent up to Binance and sold to buy Luna. This Luna is then sent down to the Lunk community pool because they need to contribute as well. And then 50 million extra Luna is donated to the total pool, which will be the proportionate airdrop to all of the Lunk investors. So this then kills the Lunk blockchain in one swoop since there's no Oracle rewards. That means the validators can't run. And it also airdrops proportionately um, all the current Lunk holders, which is 100,000 plus staked to the new Luna blockchain, stealing the entire user base. Um, all of the passion, all of the liquidity, everything is being stolen and sucked into Luna. Um, this is arguably, was always Doquan's plan, Arguably, LunkDAO and other key catalysts to the revival of the Lunk movement and the the hoarding of liquidity that could next be siphoned into Luna were all pivotal and were all placed there deliberately. Um, I have a key role in this whole mechanism, this this whole architected um, plan, because ultimately, Doquan was always going to struggle repairing his own reputation. Um, there's no real way to create advocates out of nothing or convince people to invest out of nothing. The only way is to get people to reside in his former blockchain, to slowly win their trust by being proximate to them, as LunkDAO were, as all of the other Lunk influencers were, and then to create a kind of a cataclysm, a sense of fear, where people feel that the only inevitable thing they can do 
uh, is to merge into the, the Luna blockchain. And obviously, a lot of this is facilitated by validators who are bribable and lobbyable. Um, so this was always the plan, and this is what is happening now. And I think there's a, a feeling of sadness about it. There is. There is a feeling of sadness about it. Um, even me, like, it's it's a bit silly because originally the reason I was paid to create Lunkdown and start this whole thing was to to get this outcome. But even even after being involved in the, the Lunk community for a long enough period, I've kind of become attached to it. It's almost like I believed the role I was playing. You know what I mean? It's like when I say like, oh, Lunk should be independent or something. It's like I'm, it, it, there's a sense in which I'm believing what I'm saying. Um, just like any actor. I don't know if you've ever looked at method actors and guys like Daniel Day-Lewis and, and other guys who spend like two months actually in their role. They never leave it. Um, they, they decide to surrender their entire personality to the performance. And that makes for better actors, but it also... Uh, it kind of leaves you losing touch with who you previously were or who you might be underneath. And, and many actors have had spiritual awakenings through this too. Jim Carrey is one. Daniel Day-Lewis is one. You know, if, if you can replace the contents of your own personality with this, this new role or act, then who are you really? Is everything substitutable? What is your core identity? What never changes despite that? And there's a whole spiritual inquiry we can go on um, in that direction. But I think the, oh, the main just, point. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it. I, I think everyone here today um, might be confused because we run a lot of spaces where we are joking, and today we're not. Today is a serious and a genuine space. I, I think everyone, like you, probably noticed that myself and Coach and various Lungdao people. We're on Twitter all day. Um, so have you ever stopped to think, how can they possibly do that? How can they possibly just be on Twitter all day? It's because we're being paid to be here by, by TFL, obviously. Um, how, do we, how do we buy food? How do we support our families? Um, well, this is the best thing we saw. So when, when the May crash happened um, and this plan was cooked up, we had no other way of, of you know, making money, really, apart from going back to our old jobs. And we didn't want to do that. Um, so yeah. we said, Fuck we'll, run, that. <laughs> we'll run this, this, this program. Um, and like Bruce says, you know, we've kind of gotten to the, to the end here. Um, it looks inevitable. All the validators have been bribed. There's no, there's no real way this could not happen. Um, we're all going to make a lot of money as well. I think if you do the maths, all of the lunk holders are going to make far, far more money from this, you know, than they would have otherwise. Um, thanks to the... 50 million grant from the um, two pool. Yeah, think think of it this way. There's the 50 million grant. There's also the splitting of the Oracle rewards, which I, I guess you could argue would go to the the lung stakers anyway, eventually over two years. But that is an instant airdrop uh, rather than the two-year distribution, which is amazing. Like that's that's You're basically gaining the entirety of your staking rewards uh, for the next 18 months in a minute. And, and that is fantastic, as well as the proportionate split of the 50 million Luna. I think I've, I've worked it out. There's something like $120 million uh, worth of Lunk staked right now, which is around 12% of the total supply. Um, so you're splitting that up amongst 50 million Luna added to the proportionate split of the airdrop um, of the Oracle rewards pool. So that is a fuckload. Like you're already uh, net positive from that easily. And then um, added to that, you have the potential upside of Luna, right? So I've, I've looked in these calculators and uh, Luna with the market cap of Lunk right now is a 5X. So that's a 5X alone if it just steals the liquidity. So you're talking a 5X and the airdrop 
and the community pool um, split proportionate airdrop. So like we're all going to make a lot of money, but it makes us, it does make me sad. Like, like in many ways I've become attached to my performance with this whole lunked out thing. In many ways I've, I've, I don't know, it's like I've, I've immersed myself in the role so much that there's some kind of egoic attachment and it almost causes me pain to just like, to know that I'm going to click yes on the, the merge proposal. Like there is a lot of pain in that. Um, but I, you know, ultimately a blockchain needs a strong leader. It needs an innovator. And Terror Rebels, as much as I like them, as much as I like Ed and Zaradar and all these people and uh, Rex and whoever else and Duncan, as much as I like these people, they can never compare to Do Kwan. Do Kwan is a genius. He's a world-class founder. He's, he's up there with Steve Jobs. I think 50 years from now, we're going to look back and think, wow, Do Kwan was one of the greatest innovators of all time. And, and his, his failure with the old Luna will be considered something like the, the Wright brothers' first crash or, or Elon Musk's first rocket crashes or something like that. It will be very, very, very similar to that. So I think like, you need to realize the, the being you're in the presence with and the opportunity you have to, to notice somebody, a true genius, um, somebody who can change the world. And for you to invest your, your money in, in a, a loose ensemble of people like Terror Rebels, pfft, you must be a fool. Yeah, um, I think that everything you just said there is pretty pretty clear. I don't think the Terror Rebels roadmap makes any sense at all. If you go and read that, everybody, I think their plan is to do something like soft repeg, partially collateralized USDC, just complete nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the alternative is you go to Do Kwan and you see true genius and, and you, see, you get to benefit from his creativity. You know, this guy, he's proven he can build a startup from zero dollars to $60 billion. Um, this is the guy you want to be on the same team as. But having said all of that, I still feel sad because Lunk could have been a decentralized community-owned chain. But I think what we've demonstrated in this experiment is that that doesn't work. Uh, a decentralized community-driven chain with no product or vision is lost, hopelessly lost, and it will never ever make you any more money other than the initial hype phase, the initial burn narrative. But um, unfortunately, it's just, it's just fallen flat, it's run out of steam, um, and the plan is coming to a completion. All the validators know this, why do you think it's gone so quiet? Well, I'm gonna, think- I'm gonna interrupt you there, is because I don't, I don't, I think that's a little bit brutal. I don't think it has fallen flat. I think it has its own potential, and it has um, a potentially big upside. And there's a lot of activity and building here and utility. And I think really the community needs to find utility because without unity, the community cannot build uh, utility, and that is the key. Without more utility being built, we can't grow more community. And without more community, we're never going to have more unity. And that is the key to utility in the long run. Well, so, I so think... Listen, I haven't made my point yet. Oh. I, you had your turn, Piers, please. I know you, you stand for Luna completely, but, but I'm trying to be fair here. Um, so Lunk has potential of itself, but, but of itself, it has maybe 1% of the potential as it does merging into to Luna. And I, ultimately, I want the right thing for everyone. I want people to be saved. Um, I think we saw a disaster with the Luna crash in May. We saw thousands upon thousands and thousands of people be killed by Do Kwan, by his hands, um, by his irresponsibility. We saw all that. We saw all that. So for me to see 
lunk plummeting down in price now. Um, I have the same feeling. It's another bank run. There's a cascade of fear and um, fleeing as the, the rats flee from the, the sinking ship and swim out into the ocean, you know, unable to swim except under the weight of their, their scurrying little feet and their, their wagging tails, hoping to find something to crawl onto, such as a, um, maybe a piece of wood that is broken off the ship. Now, that's true. And I think our responsibility is to offer a, a life raft. Um, there will be people who choose to go down with the ship, and that is fine, and that is noble. It is the, you know, the, the captain's vow. You know, if anyone is injured or if anyone still hasn't left the ship, you must go down with it. And I think many people apply that to the blockchain. And that is noble. That is, that is wonderful. That is entirely your choice to lose your entire net worth and fuck over your family forever for the purpose of loyalty to a blockchain. But I think for those who care about their families, for those who want to think about their, their future children and you know how to do the best for your family and friends and, and live a wonderful life of prosperity, then it makes sense to merge. It makes sense to be obedient to Lord Do Kwan. It makes sense to do all these things. Um, and, and I think there's no judgment here and there's no sense of, you know, Lunk is going to fail because I don't think it will fail. It will do fine on its own. But at the same time, it will do a thousand times better with full merging and full submission to Do Kwan and also the draining of the Oracle rewards pool and, and the payment of that into a proportionate airdrop. Yeah, um, I think the point I was going to make around utility community and unity was the community needs to needs to unite around a utility. So what utility will the community unite around? But I think that point's lost. Um, shall we, perhaps we should bring up the community to ask some questions and, you know, just to express their hearts and just like, how, how does this make you feel? Um, knowing that it's inevitable, there's really nothing that we can do about it. Um, I think there's, good, there's pros and cons. We've talked about them for a bit, but keen to hear everybody else's thoughts and feelings about it. Yeah, and, and just to clarify as well, in case anyone is new, um, I said Lord Doquan is a joke just because people tend to comment that. They're, they're like, oh, you're supporting Luna, so you must be worshipping Lord Doquan. Like, that's, that's just a joke because I've been trolled by so many people for that with that for so long. Like, okay, at a certain point, it was stressing me out. I was like, no, 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 like, I'm not, like, not worshipping him. It's just like, I believe in the potential of the blockchain and the utility. Like I was insisting that stuff again. And then they would just keep trolling me and say, oh no, you're worshipping Lord Do Kwon. So like, at a certain point, like, it's like, okay, the bullying is going to go on. You know, I've been a victim of this kind of bullying for like six months now, almost. I've been a victim of this stuff like every day. So I, I just have to I have to recontextualize it and say, you know, like, okay, I'm going to, yeah, it's Lord Doquan, whatever, you know, I've embraced it, you know, take, take your bully's words and make them a joke because otherwise you'll never win and there'll be an eternal war. So that, that's why I use words like that. It's nothing, um, it's nothing I believe. It's just like, you know, you have to, you have to take away the power from the bullies. Yeah. It's not easy being a public figure. And I think coach deserves our respect and our gratitude for the job he's done up, up until now. But there's only so much one man can take. Um, you know, even a man like Coach can't stand here and just take abuse for months and months and months. And, you know, it's just, there's no point to it. So maybe, I don't know, uh, Jets, do you want to, you got any thoughts on this? Or like, do you, how do you feel? All right. Would anyone else like to come up and express their thoughts on the merge? What's happening? Um, uh, questions. Go ahead, Nickel. 
I'm just feeling hallucinated about this merge. I think it's great. Um, basically, I have a question regarding. <clears throat> uh, I want to ask Bruce, like, uh, what what's the technology he's working on? Dope, uh, sorry, Lord Daddy Dope. Uh, so the original vision with the the original Luna blockchain, the last incarnation of it was for UST to be the decentralized money for all of Web3 decentralized. No, 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 the Luna 2.0, Luna 2.0. I know, I'm just giving an introduction. Uh, that, that I, you know, I'm getting there. I haven't, don't feel that I'm not answering the question because I am. I'm just attending to the rest of the people here who might not know the backstory. Is that okay? Yes, it's always okay. All right. So UST was intended to be the decentralized money for Web3 decentralized economies. As, you know, the, the problem with Bitcoin overall is that it's instable. It has qualities of money, as in, you know, the the the, the typical qualities of cryptocurrencies, permissionlessness, you know, non-custodial, whatever. It has all of those qualities of, of ownership and and you know being tradable and stuff. But at the same time, it's not a stable store of value or a stable medium of exchange. There's a reason we use the dollar. There's a reason we use these stable um, pegged currencies. It's for our our income or our savings or whatever to retain its value over time. You know, otherwise, I could pay someone in a Bitcoin and then find that I paid them three times as much when Bitcoin goes up three x um, down the line. You know, that that is a bad thing. That that was Dokon's vision and why he believed in all this. It failed. You know, it, his his model, his algorithmic model failed. So that was a shame. Um, and he killed thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, through that failure. But I think that everyone is willing to forgive him so long as we can make money down the line. And I think that's the opportunity here. Now, Do Kwon's vision for Luna 2.0 is, is two-pronged, right? So the first prong is rather than establishing an economy of speculative demand and leverage and uh, protocols like Anchor that, that loop leverage again and again and lead to these huge bank runs and collapses. Rather than doing that, he's trying to build productive use cases uh, rather than speculative ones. That means creating a real economy of demand for Web3, whether it's gig economies or labor markets or you know NFTs with real utility rather than just like silly JPEGs. He's doing that stuff. Um, secondly, he's he's taking a similar pathway, a similar journey that the creation of websites and web interfaces took um, from the early 90s to the 2000s. So think about it this way. Think about the fact that when you first would make a website, you'd need to know HTML or CSS early on, maybe PHP. You'd need to know all that. You'd need to code it in a, um, a program such as, say, Notepad very primitively, and then you'd deploy it and uh, bug test it and again and again. And then eventually programs like Adobe Dreamweaver came out that made it slightly more intuitive. You could start to drag the designs and things like that. You started to reduce the need for technical knowledge. And then eventually we get to things like WordPress and, and Shopify, where I can make a website, even a storefront for drop shipping, and I can have it created and online and taking orders within five minutes. That is, that is how easy it is now, the technicality. The, the knowledge required to do that has almost disappeared completely. And what has happened instead is it's intuitive, easy, UI-based creation. Now, the same is going to happen to blockchains. If you want to create a blockchain right now in, in most uh, blockchains, you need to have a requisite knowledge 
um, of how to do it, the technical know-how. You need to know how to incentivize and create a wide validator set. You need to know how to achieve security on three different levels and also um, economic security, you know, to have it protected by the market cap. You need all of those things. Um, and what Lord Do Kwon is doing, and I say that tongue in cheek as a joke because of what I've said in the past, what Do Kwon is doing is making it as easy as possible to create new blockchains and to make them viable on both the security and an economic level. That is his dream. It, it, his dream is, is simply put that anyone can go to the, this new protocol called Feather and create a blockchain easily with whatever parameters they like and get it online and get it to benefit from all of the existing network and have it function easily and effortlessly. Um, the, the overall sentiment is for it to be as easy as lifting a feather. That's the reason for the name. Um, that is that is Doquan's dream, to, to make the creation of blockchains, to simplify it, TLDR, to make the creation of blockchains easy as lifting a feather and also to create productive rather than speculative use cases. Yeah, um, I think something to point out that people might not appreciate is, well, actually, maybe just to reiterate uh, what Coach said in the first, starting a new blockchain requires a lot of money invested in infrastructure, a lot of time and money invested in development. But now you'll be able to do it very, very straightforwardly with a small team of just two guys, maybe even a college students in their dorm rooms can start a blockchain. And the benefit here is Luna will share its economic value, its economic security with those chains. Now, it's not necessarily security that's the main focal point. It's actually making the blockchain economically viable to validate. Um, validators need money to run their equipment. So on most Cosmos chains, it's not economically viable to validate because it costs you more to run the equipment than you get paid in yield. But what does Luna have? It has a massive market cap. It has inflationary tokenomics and a huge amount of cash flow in the Luna staking rewards. Now, what can you use that cash flow for? You can trade it with smaller chains. You can say, here you go, have some of this. And now validators can be paid uh, to run and validate on those chains by using the Luna staking yield. And what this does is it makes Luna more important. And increasingly, <laughs> that will become like the key token in Cosmos, which will be providing economic um, viability to smaller chains with niche use cases that might find it hard to be safe and secure from, from day one and, and economically viable. So I think that's the, um, one of the main points here. Yeah, and, and you know we're talking positively, and I think it's necessary for us to tone that down a little bit from a PR perspective, but also just a, a genuine human perspective. Um, we're not we're not necessarily happy about this on an ideological level or a, a maybe even a moral level, I would say. But at the same time, like we are going to make. 10 to 100 times more money through this method. Um, it, it is the way to, you know, if you love your family, if you love your children, if you want to have a, a good life and enjoy your, your life and, and, you know, bless others with your ability to help them with resources, then it, it does make sense. And you could also argue on the moral level that, you know, what is morally important here? Is it is it doing the best for your family or is it doing the best for this this arbitrary chain you've invested in. I, I think it's doing the best for your family personally. So for me, the moral side of it isn't really a question. I, I think I'd rather make that 10x, make that 100x with Luna, with the merge, and uh, just just leave it at that. And, and 
you know, although there's a loss of some structure that has been built, ultimately that that structure has only existed for a few years and and six months in its current tokenomic formation and structure. And my family, the future of my family will be hopefully hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, providing they they manage to, you know, have their own children in turn and whatever. You know, I have four children now, so hopefully they um, can find partners in future. They're, they're too young now, but hopefully they can find partners in future. And, um, you know, my family can start expanding more and more and more. I think one thing I'd love to recreate is, is these large family gatherings my, my grandmother used to have. We seem to have fallen out of this culture of, of families being unified and all under one roof at Christmas and stuff like that. And that makes me sad because, you know, these days have people have lost this connection to each other. They've lost this, this, this sense of gathering again and again and again for these big meals, for these Thanksgivings, for, for Christmas, for Easter, for all these events. Um, people are more disparate. They're they're more spread out geographically. They're they're connected to their phones. They they feel that the substitute of um, internet connection is is making up for this this need for real life connection. I'm here to say that's wrong. And I'm here to say that if people invest in Luna and they they accept this merge, then we're going to all have sufficient money to spend almost all of our time with our families. And I think that is a wonderful thing. And and very much aside from being some technological obsession and, and fixation and, and, you know, using your phone all the time. It's the opposite. Having money, having, having cryptocurrency that you can spend and ramp to the real money, real world allows you to stop your job. It allows you to spend more time with your family and have, you know, more, more of your time spent dedicated to them, giving them joy, teaching them things, learning from them, playing with them. And I think that is a beautiful vision, you know, for everyone to, to spend more time with their families. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. So that's, how I feel, but, it's resolved on a moral level. But I am an orphan, so. Well, Nico, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, but I think we can be, as a community, the family that you need at, at Christmas time. Uh, it's okay, man. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. Um... <sighs> We, we can talk for the majority. Obviously, there are people who are more lonely and whatever. Can you meet yourself, please, little Dick? So, sorry for interrupting, but uh, uh, can I ask a question really fast? Uh, when is yeah. the merge happening? All right. Um, the Right now, the merge has been proposed to all of the validators. I think most of the validators have agreed to it because, you know, there's a lunar bribe involved. The way I don't know if many of you were here to start with, but the way it's going to work is this. So currently there is an Oracle rewards pool for Lunk, which is being paid out over about 18 months. It was originally two years. An interesting side effect of the crash was that through the mint burn mechanism, a lot was redirected to the Oracle rewards pool, which could fund the validators for two years. Um, this amount of money, the Oracle rewards pool is getting sent up to Binance. And then it's going to be sold on the sold on the market. I think for USDC because it's more trustworthy right now uh, than USDT. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is and then that amount of money is being used to purchase Luna directly. The Luna is then being sent by a third party by an accounting firm to the Luna blockchain to go directly into the community pool. Then that amount plus 50 million donated in Luna from that community pool from the Luna community pool is being airdropped proportionately to all existing Lunk stakers. It's easy because they have the same wallet IDs. It's just a quick switch from the, the classic net to the main net. That's the idea. And, and the interesting thing here is that validators are being paid twice as much proportionately to the operator accounts 
as the stakers. So they're benefiting. There's an incentive directly there to accept the offer. Um, but also validators are being independently price discriminated and, and bribed uh, directly through lobbying, which is fair game in crypto land. It happens all the time. It's to, a, a common feature of every chain. You know, everything is driven by financial incentive. It's just how it is. You know, whatever makes the most money for the entire ecosystem is is what um, can produce the financial incentives. And part of that is the bribing ecosystem. It, it's a reality, whether you like it or not. The word bribe is scary and, and applies to, you know, uh, horrible um, societies where it's common and, you know, you've got to pay the police to get away with things and stuff like that. But here it's just direct financial bribing. It's different. It's about financial incentive. And nobody's going to accept a bribe unless it's good for them on a fundamental level. And especially a validator is not going to accept it unless it's good for them on a fundamental level because they are staked. They have skin in the game in the whole ecosystem, right? So if the whole ecosystem doesn't prosper, it's negative EV for them to ever accept a bribe. Because if they do accept it and it's bad for the system, they're going to lose money overall. So a validator would only accept a bribe if it's good for them overall, if it's plus EV, right? That, that's, that's the overall thing. And that's how you should think in terms of game theory. Um, so they're going to accept those bribes. Probably, I think a lot of them have, have provisionally signaled yes in the, the Discord, the Merge Discord now, which is a collection of validators who are interested in this stuff. Um, and we've said no, because I, my, my personal position is to always make Lunk an independent blockchain, right? I think we should build alone. I don't think we should merge. I think that we need to stand alone as, as independent in the cosmos. And I think we need to build our own utility. And I think to run back to Do Kwon after everything he has done, after the lives he has lost uh, and, and the, the immense damage he has caused, to, to run back to him after all of that, no matter the price, is just morally reprehensible, right? I, I don't believe in that at all. I think we should stay independent. So I, I feel sick about the other validators for accepting this. I, I don't believe any amount of money should ever justify uh, uniting with, with Do Kwon again. I think that is a very bad thing. That's my basic position, right? That, that's my basic position. At the same time, I love my family a great deal. I, I do love my family a great deal. So I'm going to sit my family down. I'm going to put my wife on the table. I'm going to sit my children down. I'm going to get my, my, um, my cousins there. You know, maybe anyone else I feel is, is cognitively not impaired enough to make a decision. You know, my, my grandmother is in a nursing home right now with Alzheimer's, so I don't think I'll include her in that decision. But I'll sit everyone down who is, who is cognitively able to make a rational decision. And I'll ask them, you know, what, what should I do as a validator on this chain? Should I prioritize making money for our family? Or should I prioritize the independence of the Lung blockchain? And if my whole family says to me, you should prioritize making money for our family to sustain our future, to, to make us have a great life with private schooling and, and you know, a sustainable passive income with staking over time, which is currently about 16% on the Luna blockchain, for us to live on that, to have enough food, to have a wonderful time, to be able to build our dreams and businesses and whatever else, if they all say that to me, if they, they look me in the eyes and say, Daddy, I'd like you to do that, then I will say, yes, okay, we'll accept the bribe. But that's the only situation I'd accept it in. It, it, I'm not going to do it on the basis of nothing, and I'm not going to do it on the basis of greed. I'm going to do it on the basis of love. Yeah. Um... I think most validators have the same thought process. Um, although I'm not sure about Orion money, I haven't heard from them in a long time. I think they're just sitting quietly waiting to see who's going to offer them the biggest bribe. But other than that, I think most validators have the same thought process. And it is perfectly logical. I mean, 
is this a cause that you're willing to give up that much for? Are you going to, as they say, marry your bags? Are you going to get so emotionally involved in this movement that you can't even see what's best for your family? Which, if you rewind one year and you were asked this question, in a heartbeat, you'd say, well, look, of course, I'm going to prioritize my family. So you have to say, what has changed in that time? Um, so, yeah, um, I think most of us got in, into this business, into this industry for the same reason, which is to improve our lives and improve the lives of our loved ones. So to me, it's, it is sad, but on the, at the same time, it's, it's progress. It's moving on. It's the next thing. And we just have to sort of adapt and accept that we're going to probably make more, make more money. But the original decentralized lunk vision, um, well, but this is where it's led to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's worth seeing the downside clearly, because I think when you're in the moment, when you're caught up in something, in a movement, and, and people are around you, and they derive their sense of meaning, their identity from their involvement with this thing, which is the lung blockchain right now, and, and everything we've talked about for the last six months um, in this, this extended role play for an agenda. If people are invested and they're surrounded by you, you're going to have a very distorted perception. Whereas if you take yourself five years into the future and say you're, you're really struggling in terms of your job, you don't have much money, your family is struggling, your kids you know, aren't eating as much or aren't having the opportunities they'd like to in terms of the clothes they wear or the trips you take as a family and stuff like that, at that point, you will start to think, oh, maybe my loyalty to the Lunk blockchain didn't really pay off on any level. There was no appreciation. There was no financial reward. There was no, there was not even a, a moral internal sense of like doing the right thing. It was more that it just was forgotten. You know, everyone moved on. These, these investors are just transient. They go to another coin. If it's not Lunk, they go to Dodge or whatever else. They, they move on. There's no, there's no sense of a, a cohesive permanence of the network over time. Um, so think about your family in five years and think about, you know, if you, if you are to turn away and oppose this merge, think about the way your families will suffer. And, and I think it is significant. And even if you are a reasonably wealthy person, think about the upside. Think about the, the opportunities you could, you could give, not just to your own family, but through philanthropy, through um, donations, through building schools, through all of these other things. You could give so much more to so much more people. Um, and I think that is a wonderful thing and a thing to take pride in rather than being ashamed of yourself. I don't think it's shameful to accept more money so long as you use that money to help the world, you know, money is always flowing around. It's a, this massive zero sum game where if anyone wins on a trade, someone else is losing. Right. And if you can redirect more money towards yourself, okay, as a rational trader, why not? But I think on a moral level, if you can redirect money towards yourself and then use that money for philanthropy, for helping others, that is a massive success on a, an emotional level, on a financial level. A spiritual level and a moral level. And I don't think there's, there's any shame in that. And I think that is what this merge represents for all of us. It's a, a chance to gain more money than we could have ever dreamed in terms of you know, the next two, three, four, five years, in terms of embracing Do Kwon and his builders, uh, the, the TFL team and the other 60 teams on Lunk currently allocated with the Emergency Allocation Fund who've been building for the last six months to embrace them all and to, to ride them all through our initial support, to be rewarded for that initial support, and to redirect the funds we raise towards helping everyone around us, including our own family. I think that is something to take pride in. And I think that is why everyone here should accept the merge. Great stuff. Great stuff.
um, a sad but a hopeful. Um, can I clarify is can I? I'll just clarify. Lunk Dow will be saying no to the merge. Will be voting no, and we do not accept bribes from any organization. We are here from right at the very beginning from May. We were here to support the independence of the Lunk blockchain, to support the cultivation of a community that has been abandoned by Doquan, that is unified in this collective vision of building utility here, of building this this fresh new utopia um, away from the terror tyrants who have left. They've abandoned the building, but we saw the potential in it. We saw the weeds. We saw the rundown situation. And we chose to enter that house and start repairing the windows, start repairing the doors, start renovating the floors, start doing the wiring, start doing everything else. And it's almost this beautiful house. And Ed Kim and Zaradar have this, this wonderful upstairs bedroom with a bunk bed. And Lunk Dao has a, another bedroom, a little bit smaller maybe, with a queen-size bed. And all of the investors in Lunk are, are kind of bundled into this large uh, room, this, this lobby-like room with military bunk beds, kind of like the, uh, what was that, that, what was that, that, that Korean TV show? Uh, Squid Game. Squid Games, like the Squid Game setup with those bunk beds. It's kind of like that, but we've made this beautiful house now where all of us can live. And I think for us to give that up and support the merge, I think that is a disgusting thing. I think that is something reprehensible. I think it's also resignation, right? It's like, oh, we're not good enough to do it alone. It's like this this collective merging into one personality. And that personality feels this low sense of self-esteem, like I'm not good enough. And I'm here to say you are good enough. We have more than enough brain power here together, collectively, to build the future, to build utility, to unify the community. And if I have to put my neck on the line a little bit and, and say whatever needs to be said, even if it risks offending people, I'm willing to do that because I believe in this community. I stand firmly against the merge. I believe we can unify, solve our differences, get TR funded, build utility, and build this new future in Lunk. And I think no way in hell am I going to run back, to scurry back to Doquan after he has abandoned this community. So we will stand a firm no for the merge, and we oppose any validators who have voted yes who have accepted money. I think that is disgusting, in my opinion. Um, I, I thought many of these validators were my friends. I thought they stood for the same thing. But clearly, they were opportunists who, opportunists who arrived late when staking was opened. And they're also opportunists when it comes to accepting bribes to kill this blockchain. So I find that disgusting, personally. I, I find it reprehensible on about a thousand different levels, morally, psychologically, ideologically, especially after investing so much time and, and paying £110,000 from my own profit. That's an awful thing for me to do. So we will vote no to the merge. I want you all to know that. We, we stand firmly with the community. We'll be voting no. Um, and, and that's what will happen. Unless I have a discussion with my family and they decide that um, it's, it's the best thing for the family for us to accept the merge. I think if we've learned anything from this Lunk experience so far is that we're our own masters. And we don't have to run back to Stockholm Syndrome, Do Kwan as our masters. There's no point. You know, we've, we've broken the, those chains. We've broken out of that system. And now we're flourishing. We're in our lanes and we're flourishing without Doquan. And to have to accept him back as our, our lord and master, the, the king of the castle, it, it just sends a shiver down my spine, knowing what he did to the community in May. And now we have to accept this criminal back as our, as our king. And... 
this is the problem. This is the problem in life. You will not have easy decisions. Nothing is black and white. Nothing is yes or no, good and evil. There are shades of gray. And the shades of gray here are, we will have to accept what our family's wishes are. But in order to do that, we'll have to take back Do Kwan as our leader. And, you know, this is, this is going to be difficult. It's going to yeah. be a difficult thing. Here's the thing, like, okay, so the crash happened. He, he fucked up. He killed thousands upon thousands of people um, who lost their life savings. He killed thousands upon thousands of people, more than a lot of wars. I think even more than the, the recent Russia-Ukraine conflict. More people have died from the terror crash than that, which is an amazing statistic, given how much focus the, the current war has. Um, but after that, he had a chance to, to remedy all ills and, and gain forgiveness of the community by building luck. He had an opportunity there to face the reality of what he'd done and start rebuilding the chain, to start rebuilding the chain and building new utility and a new lunk without um, any of the old risky components. But he chose to abandon the lunk community. He turned his back on the lunk community. The way I see it is that Do Kwon cooked a meal and it was ready to eat. And then rather than eating that meal, he moved to the side of the kitchen and cooked another meal and left the old meal to get cold so nobody ate it. And that's the kind of man you're dealing with, a man who would cook one meal and then not eat that meal and then go and cook another meal. He abandoned the Lung community and that is why this movement is here today and that's why we're all here gathered because we took that, that abandoned meal, we took that, that old meal and we put it in the microwave and we, we heated it up. No matter how long it took, no matter the energy bills to, to fund the electricity, to pay, uh, for the microwave to run. We cooked up that meal, we made it hot, and now it's almost good enough to eat. It's almost good enough to eat. So certainly not are we going to take it out of the microwave and smash it all over the floor and make it inedible. I think that is a, a reprehensible thing. And I stand opposed, I stand violently opposed to the other validators who are supporting this merge and who have accepted a little bit of petty cash, a little bit of Luna to compromise their morals. It shows that they never had any integrity all along. Lady Gaga, used to say a few things. She used to be one of my heroes in many ways before an incident that happened with her. One of the things she said was that fame and money do not change you. They only expose who you really are. And I think the same has happened with validators. You know, validators say they have these, these moral stances. They stand for the ideology of crypto. They stand for, for various philosophical stances like decentralization and, and lack of censorship resistance. And, and um, you know, they stand opposed to these things like cancel culture and, and censorship and all these things. They're meant to be the bastions of freedom for this new world of decentralized financial sovereignty. But when it comes to it, when it comes to it, when they're offered a little bag of Luna, look how far they fall down. Look at the way their spines crack because they were always spineless. Look at their cowardice. Look how bribable they are. Look how horrible and, and vomitous little weasels they are. And look at the things they'll accept, anything. And that is we seem to be the only one standing firmly about this merge. Have you seen another space where a validator has spoken out strongly against the merge? No, we're the only ones. LunkDAO are the only ones who have spoken out strongly against the merge. Yeah, um, I actually have a call uh, right now with Orion Money just to discuss this whole thing and try and convince them to vote no. So I'm going to have to leave. Um, but I think, I think the message has been heard and I hope you guys are understanding of our position. And I think, I think there are good times ahead, but we just have to get through a little, a difficult decision in the near term. Am I, am I, is it possible to jump on that call with you? Because I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. All right, guys. So that, that's our stance. We're against the merge. I think we're the only validator who's against the merge, and we're the only validator saying no to this bullshit and calling it out. Nobody else has hosted a space about this. We are the only ones. So, you know, you, you, we would love it if you support us. I think there are a minority among you who are also against this merge, um, who choose freedom and the, the ideology of the blockchain over making a bit of money. You know, kudos to you because we stand alone in trying to build this this financial future. And I, I believe that anyone against us is scum, they're short-term thinkers, they're rodents, and they are people who will destroy this beautiful idea of cryptocurrency. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was, how do you feel about the upcoming merge of Lunk into Luna? Hosted by Coach Bruce Wrangler. Recorded on Sunday, November 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Itchy and grimy, staying alive when the virus took over and showed us how to die. First it started out with a little coffin fit. Next thing you know, getting fitted for a coffin shit. Break out the Sunday best, breaking runway sweats. Like a funhouse mirror, making fun of these pets. Are we done yet? Just five more minutes. Make the decision to pull the plug and let's get dinner. Winter spinning dizzy round a thin and circle. Hair trigger slipping, so much for keeping it surgical. Disintegrate that micro, finger on the Lysol. Kicking doors in but never find the right stall The bark is worse than the bite, y'all dishonest Liars lying about how big their lion is Cage rattled, I gotta keep the flow hypnotic So I stole this tiger shirt from Joe Exotic The tiger should be here tomorrow Gift baskins from a secret admirer Acting like you ain't the one to get fed to the tiger One false move, one little slip up Get your guts ripped up Drunk off the stigma, funky with my pimp cup The dude abides, missing a couple teeth But that's by design Friendly reminders to make better decisions Keeping that distance, preventing collisions The business end of this beast is all teeth All week, we'll call you so don't ever call me Wrapped up in the lines, feeling kinda sorry Switching it up from alarm to alarming Whether or not it's balmy Laying by the palm trees My favorite time kicking it with the fall breeze Living like the king of this redneck ghetto Waiting for the day I get my Netflix special Ladies and gentlemen, before you hear it on the news I'm gonna tell you myself About an hour ago we had an incident Where one of the employees stuck their arm through the cage And a tiger tore her arm off I can give you your money back or I can give you a rain check. Why don't you come back at another day? What do you want me and Paul to do right now? Do chores. Chores. Be safe. Okay. Do not stick your hands in any cages. All right.